When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. You are now listening to the Philly Pod, a Philadelphia sports podcast. Atlanta, we got unfinished business. Let me, uh, let me just, you see this? You ain't taking this, Atlanta. We got unfinished business. Your Atlanta basketball team ruined my life basketball is dead to me now and now the eagles have to avenge the sixers maddie ice the ice cube's gonna melt you don't know what's coming maddie ice maddie ice atlanta you're garbage i just want to the eagles need to be acknowledged this season it's too much disrespect i saw three and 14 today they need to be acknowledged alan cowherd has us going three and fourteen. Three and fourteen. Atlanta. Atlanta, you just you got no corners. You got bum ass corners. You got bum ass linebackers. You got bum ass O line. You got a bum ass D line. You got a quarterback that's like forty eight. You have no running back. Mike Davis is your running back one. And you guys are favored to beat the Philadelphia Eagles. Y'all are getting bitched tossed Matt Hennessy against Javon Hargrave and Fletcher <laughs> don't forget about Shake Milton Williams acknowledge the Philadelphia Eagles football is back baby it is back now that's how you start off a show learning from the best ladies and gentlemen welcome to the Philly pod co-host Stephen Conrad Jr. but the host Victor Williams just cut a promo of the lifetime learning from the best here. That's how we do it in this business. You know, you got to be able to perform and execute. That's what Vic's doing. But we're working on his in-the-mic skills. <laughs> Outside of the ring, we're working on that. And it's, I tell you what, if he can put it together, we got ourselves a dangerous package over here at the Philly Pod. Speaking of package. Pause. Speaking of package, Vic. Pause, pause. We're expecting a package from Hallerhead, ain't that right? We are. We are expecting a package from our unofficial <laughs> sponsors at Hallerhead. Banana whiskey. If you weren't drinking Hallerhead during the summer, you missed out. Mix that John with what did we mix it with? Pineapple juice? Mm. Oh. Dr. Pepper. Oh. Oh, banana whiskey. Doctor I mean not Dr. Pepper. Hallerhead. Banana whiskey. We got some stuff coming up for them. Our unofficial sponsor. They finally acknowledged me. Official. They finally acknowledged me. Undisputed. Undisputed Philadelphia Eagles podcast out there. 
Howler had acknowledged it. Thank you guys for tuning into the show. I don't know what Steven said while I was doing all of that, but if you haven't already, subscribe to the channel. Click the bell for notifications Notification so you know bell. when make all it blue. live videos. Make it blue. He loves saying Make that. the like button blue. And please interact with the minute you see it live. Get in there. Get in the comments. Let us know what is going on. I want to hear fly equals fly. NFL's back. Birds, baby. We ain't no bitch. Bring out the dog mask. I hated the dog mask, but now they're feel back this? because Can we feel this energy, are man underdogs for no reason our roster is better up and down than the atlanta falcons we got the i give them the quarterback i'll give him matty ice because matty ice has thrown for four thousand yards since 2011 we got the better running back for now Ooh, receivers they got calvin ridley but we got the heisman winner and we got two first round picks on the team and we got Jem quez watkins the running backs better the trenches are better on both sides of the ball our cornerbacks are better they got fabian morrow and deron Harmon and eric harris and aj terrell second year cornerback and they got three linebackers that combined for 11 and a half sacks last year they are garbage atlanta spent three million on their cornerbacks last year three three actually fabian morrow Harmon and eric harris you know what that sounds combined like combined for 3.3 million dollars that sounds like our linebacker core i was just gonna say <laughs> god Three million spread out to eleven linebackers we have on this roster out. somehow. Three, they spent three million dollars <laughs> on their secondary. Devontae, cook these people. Cook these please. fools, please. God. Somebody Shit. somebody in this town with expectations on their name deliver. Okay? Because the Sixers don't even get me started on that. Vic cut a promo of the lifetime in the beginning. He spoke not just on his behalf and my behalf. But all of Philadelphia, I have a horrible, we have a horrible taste in our mouths. And we get to go back to Atlanta. Let's return the favor. This is now a rivalry. A-T-L. This is a rivalry now. (laughs) It wasn't a rivalry for the longest of times, Atlanta, because, well, every time you came here in the link, we took care of business. We ended your season with a backup quarterback. Fourth and goal. Matt Ryan and Julio Jones could have put us away in a playoff game. And in week, in one. week one of the and following season, they had like 26 opportunities in but the first is. And goal, second and goal. But they couldn't is. do it. There is an issue here. We're in Atlanta this time. That's the T- issue here. Tell us why that's a problem, Stephen. You want to know why this is a problem? Why is this a problem? We haven't won a game, the Eagles. Because so, we're not allowed to say we. We're Can't not allowed say, to say we anymore. We. Oh, yeah. We, we you know, I've been watching in the jail cell. I came out of the wound. Midnight Green, where all this shit, you see the posters everywhere. We have a podcast on it. I'm not, it's not we. It's not we. We're not allowed to engrave ourselves into this because we have loser fans and loser fan bases throughout this country. Sorry, this is Philly that we're talking about. So keep our name. We're I'm different. Gonna we're we. different I'm going to say we because we are the Eagles. God. <laughs> but no, the Eagles haven't won a game in Atlanta since 2009. They lost. Uh, that would have been so three straight L's we've taken in Atlanta. Um, many of you can recall. I believe the most recent one was was that twenty fifteen? I want to say it was twenty fifteen with Sam Kiko Bradford. Alonzo. Hell yeah. Yep. Oh, oh, Kiko. It was that twenty fifteen game where Kiko Alonso had that interception. And we all thought that Chip Kelly. We all, thought, McCoy, we all thought that Chip Kelly knew some shit that we didn't. We said, "Damn, this no. man's athletic freak." We got this guy for a declining running back. Hell yeah, Chip Kelly. Hell yeah. And then you know what happened? 
Went to shit after that. Byron Maxwell was garbage. DeMarco was garbage. Sam Bradford was garbage. Kiko Alonso was garbage. Went to Miami after that. Played a little bit all right. They thank God Howie is the mastermind that he is and traded Maxwell in Miami to trade us up to get us Carson Wentz so that we could get a Super Bowl. I got a question for you. And now he's not here. You know, this is an interesting. I know we're supposed to be pre. This is a week one preview. If this wasn't clear enough, by the way, we're oh, on the preview way, yes, pods now. This guy's gear up, we, maybe. Welcome to the week one preview Philadelphia Eagles show, previewing the Atlanta Falcons and the Philadelphia Eagles. Where question for you, e- man? <laughs> and for the fans, if you're listening on YouTube or audio, make your way over to YouTube. Let your voices be heard. Yeah, you just well, missed a show if you're not on YouTube. Your you, just opinion a, be read. you just missed a show if you're not on YouTube. <laughs> In the comments, I want everybody to know, because this is an interesting talking point. Because we had mentioned the loss back in 2015, which was the last year of Chip Kelly. Um, and now we're traveling back to Atlanta. Week one, both week one games, by the way. Um, what was more of a devastating season this past year with the Eagles going 4-12 and or the last year of Chip Kelly? How many wins did we have that year? Did they, the the last season with Chip Kelly? How many did they win? Mm. They I didn't win. Say, six I want. I want to say seven and nine. I want to say they seven went and seven and nine. It felt like they say. went like five and eleven. I'll look it up there real quick. Go ahead. But my question there. is, and you, you can answer it too. I can't decide. Thanks. I for think the last season was worse. <laughs> last season has to be worse, right? Uh, last season was the worst Eagle season. Next okay. To Andy Reid. Next to Andy Reid. See, season. it's recency bias there, though. They were seven to nine that year. Bias. And you know what? It's because DeMarco Rory ran a 53-yard touchdown in one game under Pat Shermer up the middle, and he avenged that season. Chip Kelly me. traded away all the fan favorite players, all-time Eagles I think, great. I think Andy, I think Andy Reid's last year was was pretty tough to deal with. That, that was because yeah. that was that was pretty tough. But I think we were ready for it though. Like it sucked, but it was kind of like. The 2015 season was just like a delusional mess. Like we warped ourselves. Like we had we we let ourselves down because we tricked ourselves into believing that Sam Bradford was year. some type of quarterback. So I think ever that, since we won the Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah. So I think that's why that 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 is. I, I would put it up there with Andy's um, last. Uh, yeah. Last but you know what happens? Here's the point, Eagles fans. You know what happens the year after that? Some optimism, some change. Can you feel that in the air? This is good energy, by the way. Minor setback for a major comeback. Like we're not Except drinking the Kool Aid. It wasn't minor. Right? It was a major setback last year. <laughs> yeah, no. Oh, As Eagles fans, we know we tend to drink the Kool Aid a lot, but. Oh, I drank the gallon already. It's over. We With drank a lot of things. With last year, we were drinking bleach, ladies and gentlemen. Yep. And I was drinking Hollyhead all summer <laughs> long. Thank you, Hollyhead. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, for changing up our beverages it's on Sunday. about time you switched up your freaking. It's about time. We. <laughs> Thank you guys for tuning in to the uh, preview show. Week one of the NFL season. We have football tonight. We have Eagles football all Sunday. Follow me, Victor Williams, on Twitter at the Philly Pod. Follow my cohort's friend, Caucasian brother, Stephen Conrad. That's not racist. It doesn't count. Stephen Conrad. Yeah, I'm white, by the way, guys. If you can't tell, for those of you that only can't tell by his super white voice, (laughs) this man is this this man is borderline clear. That's how wow, clear. Ghostly pale. If it wasn't for like this, like, he uses this light box in his room, and it's like that shit makes him. Hey, the white box Casper. takes all the color out of me. <laughs> and I'm half black. For all of you that don't know, I'm mixed. So we try to be diverse on this show. Thank you. Just, <laughs> just, just to make, just to make it clear. 
<laughs> but thank you, you guys, uh, for tuning into the show. So, yeah, week one, we have some matchups to break down as far as the week one is concerned. I already ran off the names of the secondary, but for if I was moving too quickly or if, deep I was, into if, it, guys. if I was we too animated. Seriously over here. So they have cornerback Fabian Morrow, safety Deron Harmon, safety Eric Harris, and cornerback A.J. Terrell, second-year guy in their secondary. These three guys, Morrow, Harmon, and Eric Harris, like I mentioned before, all one-year deals for a combined $3.3 million. So Atlanta had nothing to spare in their secondary, and Devontae Smith is probably going to cook these guys. Jalen Rager is probably going to have a game of his life. And Jalen Hurts is going to throw for 385 yards <laughs> and Ooh. abolish every single narrative out there that Jalen Hurts doesn't have an NFL arm. Wherever that narrative even began, it's going to die there. So we are back, baby. The Philly are, part. We are literally back. We are literally back. Now the Steve Hurts apologist. For all of you that called Hurts us apologist. the once apologist. You called us once apologist last, last year. We are now it's Hurts apologist. supporting the quarterback. Get it right. Get it right. You know what? Change my name to. Eagles QB starter or our Eagles starting QB apologies. Quarterback factory. That is my name. QB factory. Yes. Except the quarterback position. Only positions that don't incorporate over here that convert players that used to be quarterbacks into receivers. You want to listen to that nonsense? Go turn oh. on the national media. They talk up. Uh, they we're we're three and fourteen. We were three and fourteen, and we're plus one forty underdogs to the freaking Atlanta Falcons, who have nothing besides Calvin Ridley and Matt Ryan. Steven, what do you expect from the Philadelphia Eagles offense against this lackluster secondary? Sunday afternoon at one o'clock p.m. on Fox. I, all right, for those of you that aren't aware, this is our second recording because the first one got messed up. I changed my mind. This is going to be a higher scoring game because uh, we've sat here and been talking about this now for a couple hours. This is our second recording. Better recording too, by the way. Great intro. Wait, hit oh, the yeah, like yeah. button. Yeah. Um, Please hit the like button. Smash this. This Smash Eagles offense. Look, it's week one. There's going to be some rust. A lot of a new scheme. All these things. No rust right? allowed. But, no rust allowed. You know, if we go three and out in the first possession, the season's over. Just go to Twitter. You'll, ah, you'll... <laughs> man. Yeah. That, that, hey. I can't wait. I'm so looking forward to. That. I missed this. I missed all this I chaos. Missed toxic. Man. Just kidding. No, man, kind of. we better put up points. This Atlanta team, like I literally, I was telling Vic before we made this podcast, I looked, I was like, do they still got Desmond Trufant? He's like, nope. Asked about a couple other players. Don't <laughs> have Steven really looked up and down the roster. I was like, do you know anything about the Falcons? I don't know like, anybody know on that defense besides <laughs> on the roster. Uh, I said, where the hell is everybody? Brady Jarrett uh, and Deion Jones. Now keep in mind, those are good players, but. Great individuals, though, but, you know, they struck. Vic had mentioned earlier, they struggle to generate a pass rush. I believe you had the statistic between uh, Grady Jarrett, Deion Jones, and then who's the other productive and Dante guy? Dante Fowler. Team? They only combined Dante, for yeah, 11 okay. and a half sacks last season. So and we have players guys, on our defensive line who can average 11 sacks in a season. Whoa, whoa, whoa. It's, whoa. No, I let's mean, just tell it how it is. Uh, yeah, Fletcher yeah, Cox. Yeah. 12 sacks and have 11 on Sunday. It's mighty numbers. It's mighty numbers. With the offensive lineman, they might have 11. Matt Hennessy? Who is Matt Hennessy? Matt Hennessy, first of all, he had a 26.3 pass blocking grade for PFF last season in the limited snaps he did get. So this guy's garbage. They are without their starting offensive left guard in Josh Andrews. So some dude dude named Jalen Mayfield is playing alongside Matt Hennessy. If Javon Hargrave and Fletcher Cox, you know what, Steven? You're right. They better have 12 sacks. They better. This better be. Javon no. Hargrave, practice standout, training camp standout, preseason standout, Javon Hargrave. 
might have four sacks on Sunday and Fletcher Cox. And we'll see some Josh Sweat and some Derek Barnett stuff, and we'll see how all that goes. But these trenches for Atlanta is not great, not great at all. I don't know what they're – Jalen Hurts should have ample time to throw the ball or run for his life, whichever one. Matt Ryan shouldn't have ample time to throw the ball. Matt Ryan – let it be known that Matt Ryan's like 49 years old. <laughs> now, he, now, granted, no, he, has thrown, all... he has thrown for 4,000 yards every season yeah. since 2011, I think. So he's a good passer. He threw for 4,500 yards last season. I want to say 26 touchdowns and 11 interceptions. So, And he threw for 65% completion. So he's not a bad quarterback by any means. He just has nobody to throw to besides Calvin Ridley. Oh, oh Kyle Pitts, though. <clears throat> Kyle Pitts might bitch the whole linebackers. <laughs> Corps, yeah, it's, <laughs> it's set up for that. I oh, mean, man. I would anticipate as good as – Okay, not as good, as improved as the Eagles' secondary is and we expect it to be. I think even without Julio Jones, they still got Calvin Ridley, who many believe can be a number one wide receiver. I think he's a 1.5 if there's a number. I don't know if he's quite ready to do that. I think Calvin Ridley benefited a lot from playing alongside Julio Jones last season. I'm not saying he's bad or anything. He is a great player. He's going to put up good numbers, but I just don't know if he can be a true number one wide receiver, it's going to be a lot different starting on Sunday. Number one starting corners on Sunday, are on that ass now. Ridley, you're going to have a number one corner matched up against you. I would uh, anticipate Darius Slay guarding him. That's a lot of speed there. But, hey, he's going to be game-planned against. All last season, he was the second thought. Come on, man. Julio Jones was the guy everybody was trying to stop. It's different now. It's different. You had mentioned Kyle Pitts. I think that's going to be a problem. But, like, this stuff doesn't matter. Like, Atlanta, this stuff will not matter if Atlanta's offensive line doesn't hold up. In terms of matchups, the Eagles at every single position on that defensive line is simply better than what Atlanta's deploying on offensive line, especially on the inside. And Matt Ryan, he's not been good throughout his career handling pressure up front, man. That's one of his weaknesses. He struggles, especially up front. Like, directly up the middle there between the centers and guards like dude like Fletcher Fletcher remind everybody remind everybody who you are yeah, some people Avon Hargrave like was the talk of the town yeah, Fletcher yeah, yeah. go out there and remind everybody who you are take the crown take the throne from Aaron Donald and be the best defensive tackle in the NFL on Sunday yeah, so we so when you look at the uh, the trenches, like we mentioned, that offensive line is in shambles. You got Matt Hennessy, you got Jalen Daniels, whoever it is, and they're just not good on both sides of the ball in the trenches. Now, how about their running back, Stephen? They did sign Mike Williams, had a productive season for Carolina last year. It was one of four players Carolina had that had a thousand plus scrimmage yards, six hundred and forty two yards rushing. Hey, Mike Davis, six you mean. or Mike Davis, sorry. Yeah. What I say, Daniels? I think you said Mike Williams or something. Oh, Mike Williams, yikes! Yeah, Mike Davis, my mistake. <laughs> six hundred forty-two yards and six touchdowns on the ground, three hundred and seventy-three receiving yards. So he's a good dual threat guy. He'll be their running back one. But man, looking at this depth chart, it's it is tough to see how Atlanta's not gonna. They're, first of all, they're not gonna be a good team this year. Like they might. You want to talk about three and fourteen? That might be Atlanta, <laughs> yeah. not the Eagles. Um, so the running back is nothing to be scared of. Calvin, I think Calvin Ridley is a bona fide not, uh, number one receiver. I think his route running is pristine. I mean, a guy that had 90 catches and 1,375 yards last season, like it's tough to – and I get your point. You know, he, he, you know CB2s were shadowing him for the most part. I get slanted for this, aren't I? Uh, probably. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Well, Julio Julio Jones was hurt for for most of the season last year, so Calvin Ridley was doing some damage on number one receivers. Um, but they have Russell Gage over there and Kyle Pitts. We'll have to see what the Eagles' game plan as far as Kyle Pitts is concerned. Now, uh, a point uh, that you bring up a lot to me, Stephen, um, off camera is that we finally get our first look at Nick Sirianni's offense. A lot of hype is around Hertz and you know Devontae, and rightfully so, the new secondary. Um, but Sirianni, we get the first look at his brand new offense in Philadelphia. He's kept a lot of stuff tight to chest. He hasn't said a lot in press conferences. He barely showed anything. If there's a step before vanilla offense, like if you can strip the vanilla away from the vanilla, that was the offense that Nick Sirianni was running. So we know we know nothing about this guy's offense. All we all we know is the kind of the stuff he ran in Indianapolis. So Stephen, are we that the excitement factor for Nick Sirianni? Where is that for you? you excited to see how they can utilize guys like Jalen Rager. I'm really excited to see how he puts these players in the best position for them to flourish. That's what I mean when you put when you put it that I'm at an all time level. Like if you could put it on a bar, ten out of ten, I'm excited. Don't that's like Doug in here anymore. So that's the number one. All right, all right. That was the whole. It was the whole coaching staff. Let's not do this right now. Dude, Doug was okay. We're not. No, gonna, we're not do doing this. Like I want us a Super Bowl. We are not did, doing. And then this. And there was we garbage. Not and then and then this. and then asked Mike Grove. Howie Roseman scapegoated him. And then, and then he went. He Jeffrey Lurie brought that man in his office and said, "I will give you a chance to come back to this team if you give me a plan." Doug's number one thing was like, I want Mike Grove back on my staff. Jeff Lurie said, get the hell out of my office. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can't defend him there. God, yeah. So, yeah, Sirianni, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I feel like this isn't getting talked about enough. Everybody's talking about Jalen Hurts. Like, can he go out there and prove he's the quarterback? Is Devontae Smith the number one receiver? Is Jalen Regner going to bounce back? You know, all these things. Like, I don't know. Is it just me? I feel like Nick Sirianni is not getting quite enough attention as I thought he was. I don't like, know what he is. This He's is a first big. Time this coach. is like first time play caller, first time coach. You got yeah. second year quarterback. Who's There's a lot of pressure starter. on him, man. Yeah, there is a lot of pressure. At least everything died down from everybody in this market. His uh, his press conferences, but something I did like from his latest press conferences, he was talking about if the coaching staff likes a certain play set and Jalen Hurts doesn't like it, they're not going to run it which is refreshing because how often do we hear kill kill last year when everybody's all even hurts. Everybody thought it was Carson checking out of plays on his own and stuff like that. But when hurts got in there, he killed half of his own plays as well. So he was running audibles. Doug was being a dumbass last year. We can lay to rest. Miles Sanders running it 12 times in the first half and twice in the second half. If I see some shit like that, I swear to God, I'm kidding. I can't. I don't think Sirianni is going to be that dense uh, to do that. So I do believe that, that they will, Put Jalen Hurts in the best position for him to succeed. I'm looking for. I'm looking forward to them utilizing Jalen Hurts in the best way. And if Jalen Hurts, if they're allowing Hurts to have input in the offense, then that tells you that they have his best interest. They're not just going to run the offense and say it's my way or the highway. It's a collaborative effort, and that is certainly encouraging. So I'm excited to see what we have, uh, what we're going to see from Nick Sirianni on Sunday afternoon so like we mentioned we've been slandering the the falcons for the most part but they did they were fifth in the league last year in passing yards per game at 272.7 eagles ranked third in the nfl last year in sacks at 49 behind pittsburgh and a super bowl champion buccaneers so steven if what is the key to beating atlanta on sunday afternoon what do the eagles have to do to come out of atl with a win headed back to philly for the home opener one and oh which we will be in attendance for, by the way, tailgate-wise. Don't know about the game yet. but 
Yeah, gosh. Hallerhead will be there. <laughs> I mean, I just feel more and more better about the Eagles' chances on Sunday. I, I don't even want to say chances because I think Vegas is wrong, the media is wrong. Like, I think the Eagles should be considered the favorites on Sunday. The the only we talk football is a matchups game. We'll sit every week when we come up on here and preview the games, we're going to break down the matchups. Atlanta's better at quarterback, and besides that, I think there's an argument to be made about every other position that the Eagles are better than the Atlanta Falcons, and they are supremely better than the Atlanta Falcons on the offensive line and the defensive line. And look, man, I get the the game. The modern game of football is starting to transform more into like a skills-related game. Like for a while, it wasn't as important to have good receivers, but now it's kind of trending in the direction where it's like you got to go out there and get yourself some some playmakers. I don't care. The trenches still matter. You saw in the Super Bowl, Kansas City has probably the best offense of all time. Like seriously, the Kansas City Chiefs—that's the best offense of all time in football. Their offensive line was banged up going into the Super Bowl, and the Bucks took advantage of that and dominated. They controlled the game, and I expect the Eagles to do that on both sides of the ball. Get pressure up in Matty Ice's face. You know, he's they're going to make plays. They got Calvin Ridley. Matt Ryan is one of the – he's always up in the league in passing yards. We know that, but – if the Eagles can mitigate it with the pressure up front, they're gonna. Atlanta likes to run the ball. The Eagles will take that away. That's the strength of their team is stopping the run. On offense, just don't turn the ball over, man. They're, we're gonna score points. Atlanta's defense is not good. You mentioned it. Their secondary, a lot of young, inexperienced players. Uh, Nick Sirianni, look, he's not a proven play caller or a proven head coach just yet. That's fine, but he has experience developing players, and he's been a part of some really good and efficient offenses. I think the Eagles' game plan on offense is going to be balanced. I think Hurts is not going to be asked to go out there and throw it 40, 50 times. You know, I think there's going to be a nice, balanced play-calling game. There's going to be... I mean, this is refreshing, man. I, I would hope... You know, I, again, I'm not the one installing the game plan, but I would hope they're going to set up plays, get the players open in terms of scheme, right? How about some pre-step motion, you know? Like some trick plays like something scheme these guys open that's what Sirianni does I think the Eagles run away with this game I think the final score is uh Eagles 31 Atlanta 17 damn that's far cry from what you said on the last yeah I changed my mind earlier I had the Eagles winning 24 20 all right. Give yourself a round of applause for that whole breakdown. It's probably the wisest I've ever heard you on a podcast. <laughs> there was some strategy behind all of that. Very, very well done. We will have to go in the comments and address you saying that Kansas City is the best offense of all time because I feel like somebody or some fan base is not going to enjoy that. So let's hope yeah. if they made it, if they made it this far. Right, episode, come at me. One, come at me. Yeah, let them know, let them know if he's wrong or not. They're going to be the Maybe best the fastest. offense of all time Maybe for the, the next couple years. Best? There's a, lot of, there's a lot of really productive offenses out there. You're oh, talking oh, about who's like better? Who's the better? New, like the Brady Moss Patriots. Well, they didn't win the okay. Super Bowl that year. That's fine. They're, they're up there. Um, you just got to look at some of those teams. The Jerry on, Rice, team, on, the Jerry Rice Terrell Owens. The Jerry Rice Terrell Owens teams? Dude. Yeah, I mean, you yeah, have a point. I mean, you were born in like 2005. That was for so argument's whatever. sake, though, man. Yeah, I know. You're, you're, that's what the you were Chiefs born. Up there. You were born in 2005, so that's. That, that I made sense. my point. 
You made your people. Play. You, you can clip play. that however you want, man. I don't. My care. prediction for the game: I think Jalen Hurts has a productive game on the ground and through the air. I think Devontae Smith finds his way open on these five and below corners. I think that that pass rush generates uh, pressure and disrupts Matt Ryan. I think the Eagles win this game, twenty-four to fourteen. We take the W in the ATL. Revenge. We come back to Philly. And we come it's back to Philly. We avenge the Sixers' cold. dumbass game seven loss where they should have won at home. They avenge the Sixers for what they could do. They come home, and then we get ready for San Francisco at the home opener at La F2 and Lincoln Financial Field. Appreciate everybody for watching and tuning into the YouTube. Follow, uh, follow the Philly Pod TV YouTube channel. Subscribe, like, drop the comments. Be sure to click the bell. For notifications so you know when all videos like this go live all season long. We got Eagles rumors, news, podcasts, shows all season long. If you're on audio, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Amazon, Odyssey, anywhere else you get your shows. Five-star reviews. Please leave anybody that's listening to this still now. Leave those five-star reviews. Click that five-star rating. Follow me on Twitter at the Philly Pod Steven at Steven Conrad Jr. We will see y'all after the game in ATL celebrating a W. Signing off from the Philly Pod. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.